episode of Loud About Nothing. It's me, your boy, the fucking hottest dude in the podcast game, Sebastian Canelli. And as always, he may not be blood, but he is my nephew. Give it up for the cute boy himself, Robbie. Robbie, say what's up. What's up, Sebastian? Robbie, I'm excited. I know. Me too. I hope this person puts you in your place. Okay. I hope they let you know <laughs> why. Because you're my reckless place. out here on these streets, bro. Okay. All right. You're reckless. Okay. I mean, she's one of the funniest people out there. She has one of the best podcasts out there. Obsessed. She was on The Tonight Show. And she did the show drag his ass. And that's what she's going to do to Robbie boy. Okay. <laughs> Give it up for Mary Beth Burrow. Okay. Robbie, what have you been up to? Ah! Let's just get right into it. <laughs> Not, I mean, nothing. I'm living in Staten Island on a bunk bed in my grandma's basement. I mean, what could I possibly really you think be that getting stops up to? People? It doesn't. No. <laughs> I guess it doesn't stop. I don't. We were. We would go out into the city, Sebastian and I. Mary and Beth, I would. You know what he just has? He'll sleep at a girl's house, and because we'll go in the city together, he'll sleep at a girl's house, and he'll say to them in the morning. In the morning, he'll look in their eyes, their beautiful, marvelous eyes, and he'll say, "I wish I went home with Sebastian last night." No. Well, I just, I said it once. <laughs> no, multiple said times. It multiple times. I mean, it's a long trip from the Upper West Side to Staten Island on a Saturday at at noon, and that's, I guess, what I'm thinking. And I'm just, I just, Bobby, we think. all make choices in our lives, and think about that girl reflecting on her choice to have you sleep at her probably lovely place. That's lovely. Not bed. Always lovely. And then not you come out bed. with that and she's thinking, Oh, well, we all make choices. Don't we? Yes, that is true. I think I said that once, but I kind of recovered, I guess. How'd yeah. You I mean, yeah. How I'd be curious. How'd you recover from that? I don't know. See, exactly. How'd we you left on good terms. So I can't quite remember how the recovery. That's because every- girls, girls will forgive anything. That might be that might be the reason we have forgiving hearts. But, you know, I guess radical transparency isn't bad either. There's that's my this is my mantra, Mary Beth. Mm -hmm. Radical transparency is try to kind of how I try to live and operate. It's just always recalibrating the transparency like minute to minute, not minute to minute. That's annoying. But like I try to always be recalibrating transparency. He brags. He'll be like, I'm in the middle of making out with someone else. No, no, and, no, and then he'll no, go, no. I just don't like you. He'll no, like pull away to tell I a said. girl that. No, that's not. That's. Have you done that before? No, I've never done that. Right. I mean, I'll be like, I don't. I want to make sure. No, I don't like you. I, I'll i be like, there's I don't. There's not going to be a relationship. Like, I'll, I'll say, that. say that in the middle of kissing. Not a man of middle of kissing, but like before or like if we're I don't know. I've seen I have said him. That. I've seen him making out with a girl, pull away to talk to her about another girl. That's not true, Robbie. Who is the other person, Robbie? We're not naming names, but I've seen it. <laughs> no way, Robbie. I've seen it. You were drunk off your ass, and I saw you do that. What do you want me to say? It's so funny. I mean, boys are so funny. You guys are insane. Yeah. The shit, the shit that we have to deal with, and like look past and just internalize and pretend we didn't hear. It's just like. It just doesn't stop with you guys. If there's one thing I've learned from this season of Love Island UK, it's just that women have to deal with so much from you guys. Do do you, you're in a relationship now though? I am. Yeah, thank God. But I mean, you, it's not like dealing with stuff is like ongoing even in relationships, but it's like as I remember as a single person, oh god. 
what would nightmare. you have to deal with? Just like boys are just like, they're not emotionally aware. And they also are like, just, they want, they just expect women to be very accommodating. I remember there was one guy who smoked a joint in my bed. <laughs> okay. But you don't allow joints in your bed. I assume from your tone. Well, it was just a bit like, it's like 2 a.m. And he just kind of pulled it out. And I have this like Barbie plate from FAO Schwartz on my nightstand. Cute. And he just like used it as an ashtray. Not cute. So that's unfair. Like, this is my ashtray. That's made unfair. your space his own. Yeah, exactly. Like bring one with you if you're going to be smoking joint a joint in people's beds. You hear you heard it here first. If you're going to smoke a joint in a bed, bring an ashtray, right? Bring that's an ashtray. B-Y-O-A. Bring your own ashtray. Thank you. I mean, not enough people are walking around with portable ashtrays. That's the problem. What's crazy is that most ashtrays are portable. So it's like, yeah, I would say almost all. Yeah. Yeah. Unless they're like those metal ones Mm -hmm. at like your great aunt's house. But just take some initiative, guys. I mean, we don't ask for much, but I think I hey, I think it's great that even, you know, living in Staten Island, you're able to get out and have some fun. It's been a long pandemic. Are you double vaxxed, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, been good. double vaxxed. If yeah. if you had said no and you had told me that you didn't believe in the vaccine, I probably would have said that I can't condone this and I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, we we do talk that the vaccine is good on the podcast, you know, even good. out here. Definitely. Yeah, of course, of course. I'm pro science, you know. Me too, which I guess I kind of figured was like a given, but it's not. Like I Oh, no, definitely not on these parts too. No. Oh my god. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm from Connecticut, but there's plenty of people there who aren't getting vaxxed either. Because you're from a conservative family, right? Well, all my family's vaxxed, my immediate family. Oh, okay, thank you. Um, thank God. Yes. But it is shocking. I mean, I when I heard about the March for Science a couple years ago, I assumed that was something we've been doing from the fifth since like the 50s. Mm-hmm. But the first one was in like 2018. Really? So we just now need to get awareness out about science. What about all these classes in, in school? We didn't. We That's weren't aware. That's the thing I've known about science for years. Yes, biology, chemistry, f- physics. How can we deny physics? How can you deny gravity? I go mean, to go to Sir Isaac Newton. Tell him that you don't believe in science. He would be disgusted with the world right now. Okay. Can you imagine? No, I can't. He would be so pissed. He'd be like, I, "I worked so hard. I made it so easy. I'm like, look, things fall down." Yeah, it's also like. Technology is also science. So it's just like you you just if you're using an iPhone, you believe in science. I know. I know. I, yeah. Really makes you think. It, it makes them it proves that they're not thinking. They're what, not thinking. They are not. No, my whole family is. I'm um, thank God I'm from Staten Island family. That is very liberal. Thank God. Mary Beth, thank God. But people don't think I am because the way I talk. Yeah. People, people think make like, a lot of judgments. Yeah, people make a lot of judgments about my vocabulary. Okay, they assume I'm a certain type of man. I get if I I, I went to well, also it makes me feel good. I went and got, got a sandwich the other day in the city, and a person goes, "Oh, you work in that the union site, the construction around the corner with my cousin," and I literally <laughs> got so fucking excited. <laughs> I got so excited. I was mistaken for a construction worker. Please tell me that you yes ended and said that you work with their cousin. You know what? I got I got now nah, I'm in plumbing. <laughs> Instead, <laughs> I made up something. I go not nah, because they knew the cousin. So I go, nah, oh, I do plumbing. Gosh. And they go, 
well, if you need a job, let me know. My cousin, he's doing the, uh, the right around in the Hudson Yards over there. Let, let me know. It was amazing. What a lovely person to just be like, so um, like, what is the word? So sociable and like, you know, mm-hmm. starting a conversation with you, a stranger. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about out here is they are very sociable. They are very charming and they will offer you a job in the first five minutes of meeting them. But they also then don't believe in the vaccine. It's so really hard. It's pros and cons. It's what really like, hard. You were in a long distance relationship during COVID. Mm-hmm. Was that very hard? It was. I mean, it was good to like have someone to kind of talk to constantly. It was tough with the time difference because when he would go to bed, I'd be like, okay, what do I do? But it was, it was, I have to say of all the countries that he could be from, England is is a good one because they didn't close the borders. So I was kind oh. of able to come here like a few times in lockdown. That's amazing. But yeah. you know, it does suck because the nighttime is when you want the love the most. I know it's really when it's dark and you're in bed and you're just like, you know, you want that person. Well, you really want them next to you, but the next best thing is to have them on the phone. Yeah. So. Would you reread text messages? Would we read text? Yeah. Or, you know, DMs or like, whatever, whatever materials. And then I would just watch sex in the city. You don't get embarrassed rereading your text. I get so mortified at that. If it's a text with someone that I'm no longer like with, oh. that makes me want to die. Oh my, can we just erase all of those? As, so- as soon as the relationship's over, uh, delete nudes, delete all the text threads. Email, delete everything, yeah. I, I 100%, you know what sucks? I deleted all these voicemails from uh, an ex. There's a file in your phone for deleted voicemails. So they were Why? still there. Why? I don't, know. I don't know. I was so hurt by my cell phone the other night when I saw that. What were you What were you looking for when you stumbled on that? I was looking for a deleted voice. I accidentally deleted a voicemail with information on it. <laughs> so it was actually beneficial. <laughs> you needed to delete it yourself. <laughs> no one should be leaving information in a voicemail. It was a car. It was a, it was a dealership, Kia dealership. Oh, are you in the market for a Kia? I have a key. I, I bought a key. That's incredible. I think if you own a car, I'm so impressed by that. Shut up. No, really? Yeah. Th- I'm just thinking all that paperwork and like you filled it out. Yeah. Um, did you fill it out? Do, do, no, I did not fill it out. It's under my mom's uh, name. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, well. it's under my mom's name. So she and they fucking held my hand the whole time walking through. It's so it's crazy. not that I also bought it eight years ago. If you put a gun to my head and said, go buy a car right now, I promise you I wouldn't be able to figure it out. I bet you that the salespeople would. And they you would help they you. Would every- help they would make it. So yes. You figured that's, it out. That's their job. <laughs> their whole job is to help people. Right? I've seen dumber people buy cars before. You, well, you don't overestimate me. I have one brain cell. One brain no. cell. No, this is why dudes can't be smoking weed in your bed. Exactly. <laughs> you Protect you, the brain cell. That one is precious. I know. Wow. Oh, my God. So when you were long distance, when you were long distance, did you Zoom a lot or was it all texts? No, we did a lot of FaceTiming and chatting and texting and voice notes and things. You know, it's just like it's just in those in in that like despair that that time of despair, you just have to like you just have to keep going. God, lockdown was so tragic. I I mean, every distance was long distance, so it didn't really matter. That yeah, it was exactly. besides the time. Yeah. 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 It was so I was on Zoom a lot. 
I was I did a lot of sex student stuff. How was that? Wait, do you have a girlfriend right now? No. <laughs> no, I don't. No judgment. No, no judgments, but um, no, I don't have a girlfriend. Um, I don't know what to say though. You know, I talk to people. Oh, everybody talks Sebastian's to had three girlfriends. Since I have not had three girlfriends. No, I have not. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't break any hearts. That's my, I, I'm just like radical transparency. And Sebastian's out here, a heartbreaker. So this is the, this is our debate. That's Robbie, why I feel like you, you keep people at an arm's length. Yes. To some, yeah, maybe two arms. Why are you, what are you, do you just not want a relationship? Did you have a bad breakup? What's going on? I did have a bad breakup, but six years ago. Okay. And also, I'm living in Staten Island on a bunk bed in my grandma's house doing a podcast with Sebastian. I left my corporate job. Like, yeah, but is... a girl could spin that and be like, okay, he literally oh, I know. quit they have. Working, for, working in a capitalist society. <laughs> yes. He's following his dreams and he's saving money. He's living with his grandma. So cute. He's spending so much time with his grandma. And I think you could, yeah, there's ways you just put a little spin on it. Oh, but... I, I'm aware that it could be spun. <laughs> Six but years, though, what's going on? Exactly, Mary Beth. And he still talks about it. He, he, I, I, I tell him, I beg the kid, stop. I go, you're only hurting you. I send him TikToks, the boys being like, you got to stop. He does send me the TikToks. <laughs> you're only causing pain for yourself, bro. Yeah, I'm fine. Look, I'm happy. You're not happy. <laughs> Are you happy? Most days, I would say, yeah. I mean, given the context of a global pandemic and everything, I'm much happier than when I was working like a corporate job and shit like that. Yeah, I would be sucks. like anxious what every did, day. What, where did, what did you do? What was your corporate job? I worked for J.P. Morgan and like oh god, hedge the worst, fund credit worst risk. corporate yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was bad, mm-hmm. and it wasn't even like not that banking is cool or good. Like I don't like bankers and they have no lives, but it wasn't even like that. I wasn't like it was like a risk role. So it wasn't even Wolf of Wall Street. It wasn't even if you're going to Wall Street, you might as well Wolf of Wall Street. You might as well be the wolf. Yeah, you, you weren't. You were <laughs> he, was wasn't he was a lamb. Wolf. He was. Yeah, I was going to say you were one of the sheep. I was, I was yeah. like, yeah, Wolf, you should maybe do this. Maybe not. You up to you, Wolf. Yeah, that was more of the vibe. He was just flicking money at you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that I couldn't keep. It was just for his show. Your so, boss used to do coke off you, right, Robbie? No, no. Robbie, just tell the people. It wasn't the truth. that type of vibe. It was Robbie, mainly in like Brooklyn Metro Tech. At least eat sushi off your ass, right? Yeah. That's what it was. This happen. is nice. Yeah. He worked in downtown Brooklyn. They would do Coke off him. He was the intern. It was nice for a little bit. For and then he five left. years. No. <laughs> um, but anyways, my roommate was in a long distance relationship for like four years with someone who lived in London. And I felt like I became more British through that. He would go like it's, their culture it's is nice. infectious. It I is mean, infectious a little bit. It, it's no wonder. I mean, they they invented colonialism, so to so to speak. That so is true. they're good at influencing. <laughs> yes, they're they're good at influencing. Also, if you're British and you're mad that I said that, like it's a joke and I don't know anything. So just calm down. I'm just so afraid at this point of like offending someone. Yeah. And I just feel like. I don't know. I, I've really retreated from the Internet recently. I'll say that. Because you're scared of that, because people just, probably criticize what you say or something like that. You can't do like, shit right. I just don't want to deal with anybody's like opinions. Uh huh. And the easiest way to do that is to just not read Twitter. I haven't been on Twitter in like weeks at this point, and I just am like, I don't really feel motivated. I just don't feel motivated to like put stuff online. 
It's weird. Sure. No, it's not weird. If people keep shitting on, on like, look, nitpicking everything that you're doing, I totally understand well, why you wouldn't want to do that. It's only happened to me a couple of times, but I feel like uh-huh. it's just like, it's just inevitable with the internet. Um, and I just like, I don't want to deal with it. No, don't. don't deal with it. <laughs> don't deal with it. I feel you. I mean, I, I it's nice knowing, knowing who I am because I could do whatever the fuck I want, Mary Beth. Yeah. I exactly. could do anything. I, I talk about anything I want. It's you actually could put a, you could put shoes on a bookshelf. Shut the fuck Multiple up. Shoes. Okay. <laughs> Why are you going to judge me? Why are you judging me with the bookshelf shoes? I, no, I'm saying you can do anything like you are in control. You have autonomy over your life. You can put shoes on a bookshelf. Not everyone can say that. You, this feels like shots fired. No, I'm this being, feels I'm like appla- shots fired. At me. I'm applauding you. No, you're not. I don't. You're in England. Nose in the air, cup of tea. You should see Mary Beth. She has two pinkies out. Drink it. Oh, you could put shoes on a bookshelf. Now educate yourself with with the knowledge of Nike, right? You're making uh, fun Rob- of me. Hey, Robbie's drinking tea right now. Coffee. Yeah, I'm drinking tea. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that I could go to England and fit in? I've never been. You've never been? No, Can I, I never. tell you, yeah. if you came to England, people would be obsessed with you. Because of, because of my my big attitude, your attitude, your accent, like everything, your whole vibe, because they love they love things that are just like so American and they're fascinated with some of our like parts of our culture. Mm-hmm. And so I just feel like if you came, people would be like, oh, my God, he has like a real New York accent and he's yeah. just like, you know, a real New Yorker. Wow. I love that. I actually like that a lot. I, I do. I do skate by on charm a little bit in other countries, yeah, especially but when the so language. what? What else can you skate by on? I guess learning the language, learning the culture, maybe trying to uh, go. I, I make them come to me rather than me go to them. It's a problem. Yeah, but you're simulating their economy, so. There we go. <laughs> See, girls are amazing at spinning things. That was very bad. You are a spider with the web you just wove. Oh my god, that was actually beautiful. Do people well, like, yeah. What? No, go ahead. Do people like you because you're American? Because you have I, a, a Northeast vibe. I of, do. Yes. Yeah, I think they're like, I, I think they they have a lot of questions about America and I, I have answers to some of those questions. What they love to do is ask you to do their accent. And then when you do it, they're like, mm, that's not very good. So I'm oh. like, okay, <laughs> then I'm not going to do it. How, what do you do? Can I hear it? I just say, no, I'm not doing that. You say no. Oh, do you think this is like the circles you run in? Because your boyfriend's an actor, right? Yeah. You think so... it's just his actor friends want to hear you do? I I went to England for a while. I have no people from England. They never asked me to do the accent. Maybe it <laughs> maybe is, it was maybe mostly it on our soil. That's why freaks and weirdos. Well, that's the thing because I'm the like I'm the odd one out here. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm in there on their turf. I think they feel like they can ask me anything. Yeah, but yeah. I guess watching Love Island, I've got I've sort of picked up a little bit of the accent, but it's not it's not anything I want to do on the record because sure, I, I got you because people will get mad at me. What do you is your go to posh? No, it's when you have I to try. I don't even know. I don't know what it. I guess Essex, maybe. Okay. I don't know. Essex. Wherever Chloe's from on Love Island. Uh, is she the one from the circle? I don't think so. No, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. But is there a Love Island U.S. right now? You know what? I you're, don't not, know. You're, you're asking the you're asking two people. You <laughs> guys should be watching it every. We night. should. Yeah. Love Island. Yeah. I mean, you think I, there's lessons to be learned in Love Island? 
I think there's a lot of things you could see and then you could realize some stuff. Okay. Interesting lessons, one would say. See and realize. It's like it's like a it's like a social experiment. It's like so interesting to watch people who just are in this villa. Uh, it feels like a Black Mirror episode because of the things that they do. Like the audience has to vote for their favorite islanders and their le- uh-huh. like and not vote for their least favorite and then like that decides like who goes home. And then they send in new people to like make drama and like get in get like mess up the couples and it's just been like really interesting to see people's behavior. I watched a couple episodes in bed with a girl one time. She used to we used to hook up and then she used to make me watch episodes of Love Island in bed. Okay, that's better than one time I hooked up with a guy and he made me watch Rodney Dangerfield on talk shows. <laughs> on talk shows <laughs> like a YouTube compilation. <gasps> was it because you did, did was he also a comedy or you were in comedy? He was like, oh. You need to see this as a comedian. No, he is a comedian too. Uh, I don't even think we had spoken about that like in the night. I think he just sort of took it upon himself. Wow. And did he watch you watch it? I mean, we were both laying there. And then oh. I kind of was like, maybe he's trying to get me to leave. And then I did. That will do it. That's a classic move to get someone to leave. Pull up old Rodney. <laughs> no respect. Just pull up old Rodney clips. Yes, that will. I mean, this is this is a good move now. I th- Mary Beth, you just gave every guy a move out there. Rodney yeah, but did- the- I don't even mind it because it's sort of like polite. Like you're not asking me to leave, but I yeah. I will actually feel inclined to leave myself. It's better than someone getting up and playing video games because that's rude. That's rude. That's you saying, I'm, I'm not even including you in this activity. Instead, pick an activity you know she'll hate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that you want to be inclusive, but she just won't want to do it. Yes, watch videos of trucks getting caught, caught on the underpasses. That's what I would put on. Oh, oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, you would leave from that, right? Or I would watch just Kim Kardashian interviews. So here's the thing. The same girl that would watch make me watch Love Island, she had a quilt above a bed of all Kim Kardashian crying photos. <laughs> okay, marry this girl. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. I can't at all. I can't at all. No, well, she... Why? Why? Yeah. She, uh, she Sebastian's to... in the hot seat. She used to... Why to Sebastian? Up. She's we used to hook up and she would smoke her Gucci vape as well. Oh, this is the one. <laughs> she ordered uh she ordered like a Gucci sleeve for her vape to put on it as we would hook up and she would just lie there and smoke her Gucci vape like the queen she was. I'm speechless. What would she say? You you're not saying the best part. <laughs> you're omitting the best part. And we were like and we <laughs> We'd hook up and she'd be smoking her Gucci vape and she would just go, oh, I can't believe I'm doing this. She would just go, yeah, 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 yeah. Just not even prompted, just in re- in reply of nothing. As we were reply to up, getting hooked up with. As, we were, as I was hooking up, she would either, she would go, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> While staring at photos of Kim Kardashian crying. Yeah, I would be if staring she's at on the her photos. back. Oh, you would be okay. okay. No, usually I was on my back. Let's okay. be honest, right? It's safer okay. for all. Uh, and I would just, and I would just watch Kim crying. I felt like, and just her just going, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we would lie in bed and watch Love Island. And I would say, what am I doing with my life? What am I doing with my life? 
And then she show she showed me all her she showed me all her things that she her dad bought her. It was I mean that was part of my life. It was part of my journey. She also never took the subway. She said I took the subway with her, and she goes, "This is the second time I've ever been on the subway." Where's she from? California. Oh. And she was a New York girl then. And did I guess it, didn't you know her what? apartment was the elevator opens into her apartment. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It, it was not that, but it, she uh, had those vibes. Okay. Yeah. And I think a guy like me feels very rough and tumble to them. Yeah, but that's exciting. I know. I know. That's what it was. Did you ghost her? No, not at all. That's good. No, I'm good with that stuff, Meredith. I'm good. Okay. I, I, I communicate. She, she got tired of me. Oh. Because I wasn't watching the new. You were a new toy. I was a toy. toy I was a toy for her. Her dad. Her dad reached out to you. A hundred percent. He gave me an allowance. (laughs) I was a sugar. I was a sugar daddy. For I. I I was a sugar baby. Excuse me. You were a sugar baby. I was a sugar baby. And it was. What do you guys? What do you guys think about that? Sugar babies? Not opposed. What do you mean, being one or getting a sugar baby? Oh, both. Just the whole idea, the concept. Um, I don't judge someone for doing it at all. Um, but I don't think I want to be involved in that. I don't think, I think I already doubt how much someone likes me when they're with me. So I I think it's about my insecurities, not them. But like, if someone's like, I did that in my past, I don't give a fuck. But don't you think if they're paying you to be around you, they like you so much. If they're. Yeah. But then I would say, but it's not me. There's a reason why they wouldn't just be. It's easy to get with me, Mary Beth. It's easy. Okay. Do you disagree, Robbie? No, uh, no, I do disagree a little bit. I think that I'm open to if you're a nice person, I'm open to you. I'm a, what Robbie, what do you think? Would you ever be a sugar baby? Yeah, why not? Depending on the price. <laughs> Are you thinking I would about go this back logically? to work at J.P. Morgan or just hook up with someone for the same amount of money, yeah, I would rather be a sugar baby, most likely. Just from a time perspective of time that you would have to, yeah, especially if I like the person. Imagine. I told, I would tell my old roommate if he could get X, Y, Z amount of money a month, I would do it. I would quit my job, and if he could broker the deal, he could take 10%. You know Why? How much pro- Does he broker deals with that No, stuff? but he no. would just ask me. He <laughs> would just like to ask me a crazy hypothetical. Your old roommate is a sugar baby broker. Yes, and he was in a long-distance <laughs> relationship with a woman in London. This guy sounds awesome. Yeah, he's, he's great. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that imagine the pressure... I put a pressure on myself to hook up with a girl, right? I want to do a nice. I want to do nice by them, right? Yeah. Imagine the pressure if money was involved. Yeah, that's true. I think they would be like feel more comfortable giving a honest review because they're like spending money. So they'd be like, yeah, you got to do this better, this better, this better. And then you would fix it. Like it wouldn't be. I feel like there wouldn't be as much like vagueness if you had a, a money involved. I can't fix coming before they do. That's me. <laughs> what am I going to do that? They could give me that note all day. I don't know. You got to use technology. Never say never. Trust science. Trust. <laughs> Maybe you science. get a vibrator or something. I'm not opposed to that. Yeah. I'm not one of those dudes that's scared by that. What do you think about sugar baby stuff? Me? Yeah, Mary Beth. I think it's, I think it's like we're in this economy where I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Why not? Just do it. Also, I think. 
if both people are like happy as a result, then there's nothing wrong with that. Unless people feel objectified or, you know, backed into a corner. Mm -hmm. I find it like if it's because there's some people that want to do that. So it's like, then I think they should. I think when people, when it's their last resort and they don't want to do that, then that bums me out that there's not more resources for people. But I think if both people are happy with the arrangement, then like, yeah, let's just, just do your thing. Yeah. Yeah. I totally, I mean, I totally agree. I don't have, um, I don't feel any judgment or like anything like that. I mean, it is what money is money. If that doesn't bother you, you know what I mean? Then do it. I'm also greed, greed is good. You know? Yes. Greed is fantastic. That my therapist That's told what me I today. learned from the wolf. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yes. He always he got close to say enough that. to hear that. Yeah. yeah. He would. Wow. Would he whisper in his, your ear or would he howl? Sometimes he would whisper. Sometimes he would scream. Wow. He was a man of extremes. Of course. Your therapist told you today greed is good. She told me that I should be more money focused. Oh, I think she wants to raise her rates. Uh -huh. <laughs> I, think I, she love, wants I love the idea of your therapist saying that so she could charge you more. <laughs> I think she wants to raise. She definitely wants to raise. Everyone's struggling out here. And I think yes. my therapist is like, Sebastian, you should really focus on earning a little bit more money, you know, about maybe $50 more per 45 minutes. You know, yeah. uh, that's <laughs> how do you do therapy over Zoom? Yeah, I do it over Zoom. Do you do it over Zoom? Mm -hmm. Robbie? I don't go to therapy. Oh! You bring I this up every time because I'm waiting till you fucking get the I'm going to go when I move somewhere. I'm going to go in person. He just told me that he just told me before you got on mic that he doesn't even think he's going to move. He's just going to take a long vacation to Hawaii. So I don't know what what he what type of lies he said. With you. If I can't they, find they the have, department by October 1st, I have a friend that lives in Hawaii. I would like to go visit him for a few weeks. They have therapists in Hawaii. I could go. <laughs> I could go do that. Robbie. I can't believe that you're saying you're going to wait to move. And right before we get on the pod, you say that you want to go to Hawaii for a month to hang out. I'm like, if if I can't find an apartment, we were talking about the apartment market in New York City right now. Is it bad? It's a little rough. Yeah, it's bad. Do you still have a, you have a place in Manhattan, right? No, I don't uh, No. No, you... I, I moved in with my parents in March of 2020. Wow. What was it? Do you guys get along or? Yeah, it's it's a great setup. I mean, it's not permanent. I'm, I'm going to move sure. back to New York at some point, but it's uh it's pretty comfortable there it's like my childhood home so and i get along with my parents really well so i just drive into the city for shows and meetings and stuff and it's like yeah the commute is a bit annoying at times but i actually really like driving i find it like very meditative Me so too. i'm i'm like it's it's to the point where i need i need to move out but i don't i've always lived with people who love looking for apartments and love buying furniture and like doing that whole thing and i'm that's not in my nature so I'm just kind of waiting for something to come up where I'm like, oh, that's perfect. I'll do that. That's I mean, I'm going to manifest that for you. OK, thank you. If that's what you want, that's what you need. It's what I need. And I just I keep coming up with excuses to not move out. And they're always pretty good. I, I mean, I'm at my parents house, too, and I don't want to leave. My parents have a nice pool. Oh, my parents have a pool, too. It's a game changer. When do I get to go in the pool all summer? It's it's. It's really dangerous what we've done now because I was in New York for eight years before mm -hmm. the pandemic and I would take Metro North back Ugh. and forth and it was fine. And now I'm like, well, I just take Ubers into the city a lot more now because I didn't want to be on Metro North because of COVID. And it's just yeah. like 
now I'm in these terrible habits and I just feel like I should be going in a pool every day. Me too. I am. My hands are, are coarse from the chlorine. Yeah. My I'm hair is so- damaged. Yes. My skin leather. I mean, leather. I aged 10 years yeah. in the sun this, year, this summer. I know, I, but I don't know how I'm going to go back. My mom, my mom will leave food for me outside my door. Yeah. I, my mom makes containers of food. She'll meal prep for me if I ask her. She does my laundry. <laughs> my mom begs to do my laundry. Okay, well, that sounds, um, you know what? I think it's like, it's good to get in touch with your chi- inner child. Okay, but... I went too far. Huh? No, no, you didn't. <laughs> you know what? You didn't because it makes your mom happy. So who am I to judge? She's so, my mother is a giver, but she's a taker too. Well. Of course, of course. It's just like Sir Isaac Newton once said, every action will have an equal but opposite reaction. So physics. when I she's giving, she's going to be taking as well. I guess, but I didn't account for all the friction that would be in this uh, applied to this force transfer. I understand. But yeah. hey, put on some sunscreen, babe. <laughs> no, but my mom, like I went upstairs. I was microwaving my oatmeal in the morning, right? I go upstairs and my mom got mad at me that I didn't have five minutes to chit chat with her. She needs constant chit chat. Do you talk to your parents every day when you're home or? Yeah, I see them for I eat dinner with them and stuff when I don't have shows. But I feel like we do a lot of like, uh, you know, kitchen talk. And then it's like I retire to my my living quarters. Yes, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I don't do dinner with them. What do you talk to your parents at dinner about? Well, they both work. So it's about that or they all ask me about like shows or, you know. I have five siblings, so there's always something to talk about. Oh, yeah, that's nice. And they have kids, right? I have four four nieces and one nephew. Beautiful. There's always something. There's not enough people. Always something. Oh, my brother. My brother was getting his house renovated, his kitchen renovated. So he was eating dinner there with his family for two weeks. It's Mm -hmm. just like there's always comings and goings. Oh, I sometimes my it feels like my family should be bigger. Are you an only child? No, I have a twin. What? I have a twin sister. What? I know. She's not like me at all. She's not like me at all. What's she like? She's, if I had to do an impression of her, this, she's, well, she's like a skinny brunette, Italian looking woman. Lovely, lovely. She does business. She's in the business world. I love that. Businesswoman, girl boss. She's a girl boss. She's definitely a girl boss. She talks to me about stuff. She goes, I don't know. Like, sometimes I'm wondering if making this much money actually makes me happy. She'll say stuff like that. I can't wait to ask myself that. (laughs) (laughs) I know. And I'm just like, yeah, unemployment's good. Uh, Yeah, I'm still I'm still I I forgot to clock on Monday. So I did Tuesday this week. She but she does talk a little bit like this. Sab, what's going on, Sab? Do you what? Tell me. Tell me what's fun in your life, Sab. Sab. That sounds lovely. That's how she talks to me, but not when she does business, because she was here and I've seen her on like business calls. Absolutely. Saw her in work work mode. It's totally different. I don't have work mode, non work mode. Well, you because your job is comedy. I know. Do you have? Do you have? Are you different? I have a work mode just because I had a desk job for like six years. Uh huh. So I definitely can be like, um, I'm trying to think of like, I'm trying to think of how I would answer the phone. Well, already the clearing the throat was 
tremendous. Yeah, I would nice. hire well on that alone. Okay. Go hi. Ahead. Hi, this is Mary Beth. How can I help you? Whoa. Oh my God. And then they would <laughs> complain about something and I would be like, okay, yeah, I totally understand. If you could just get me the order number, I can look that up for you and we can figure out um, next steps. I closed my eyes just to get the real deal because, and this is good. You were good. You know, it's the, ne it's the necessary evils of the business world. Unfortunately, I never was, I, I only had one office job and it was bad. It was really bad. Oh, they're I all mean, bad. Mostly. I worked at an engineering firm and the people were so socially awkward. I remember one time I was taking a shit and a guy came in to wish me a happy holidays while I was shitting. As I was shitting, I'm on the bowl <laughs> noise of making, you know, <laughs> The guy goes, oh, Sebastian, are you in there? I go, yes. And he goes, happy holidays. <laughs> also, it was July. So how weird. <laughs> yeah. It was the middle. It was like he waited for me to shit just so he could walk in in the middle of the hot. It, it was hot. Because most of the day you're not shitting. So he could have just done it at any other time. If there was a pie chart of how often I was shitting at work, it would be a sliver. It would be a sliver. You barely see it would. It would be the uh, amount of vaccinated people are getting COVID. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's how often I was shitting. 99.94% <laughs> of the time, no shitting. No shitting. 99.5% of the time, no happy holidays. This yeah. was the one time it was a lunar and solar eclipse at the same moment. <laughs> I'm so sorry you went through that. I I've never been in the office since I put him I put in my you two quit minutes that day yeah <laughs> I go I can't even do two weeks <laughs> I go I can't even do two weeks that was my last office job oh god Look, I understand it's, one woman it's not fun not fun at all one woman called me Sal the whole time I was there I never corrected her and then she found out my name was Sebastian a year and a half of me being there and then <laughs> she got mad at me was she not ever emailing you how did she not figure that out she was in charge of payroll <laughs> she saw my that must have been a sal it was 10 people in the office robbie <laughs> there's no sal 10 people she was trying to manifest you as a sal i am a sal that's why i lie you well, give off sal energy thank you I, but I you also give off seb energy thank you i like that i like sab too um, but I do, if I have to lie about my name, I say Sylvia. Not at all. Why? Why? Why would you ever have to lie about it? If to I'm on vacation. To the, to the girls you're hooking up with? No, never. I want them to know I'm Sebastian. It's half the reason why they want to kiss me. Hmm. I get yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, but no, I don't want to. Um, if I'm at Panera's, I, I went to the, remember there was that Panera on 7th Avenue? Was that the only Panera in the city? I think there was one that moved opened on the east side later. And and are they gone now? You know what? I didn't check in on them. <laughs> one, one, we should. Yes. Two, before you continue with your story, uh -huh. my boyfriend had never heard of Panera Bread. They don't <gasps> have it here. And he said, what is it? And I said, you know, it's like, it's hard to put Panera Bread in a box. It's like, it's bread and soup. And yeah sandwiches but but sometimes the soup comes in bread <laughs> like sometimes it's a bread bowl of mm -hmm. soup and it's also fast food mm -hmm. so i will say of these things i've had to sort of describe that he has no point of reference on panera bread is pretty weird when you think about it yeah 
did you tell him about the pasta that comes in the bread bowl? <laughs> you know what? Can I be honest? I didn't mm. even know about that. <gasps> you didn't know about that? They sent me they sent me a personal a personal a letter to my home hoping that they, I do business. <laughs> saying say, saying dearest Sebastian, it was a scroll, it was squire came. Dearest Sebastian. <laughs> I go, we present to you the macaroni and cheese bread bowl. <laughs> You're kidding. Is that real? Yeah, it's 100% real. So you could scoop the cheese on the bread. I mean, this is why I need to get over to England so I could teach the people. You got to you should open a a franchise, a Panera Bread franchise. That's insane. It's so actually you, disgusting. You tell them at Panera when you order it, Silvio. I told them Sal and I made friends with the guy there. There was a kid that used to work and him and I used to smoke blunts on his brain. <laughs> but of course, of course, I mean, the given. Of course, you went into a Panera and you befriended one of the employees and then you guys would smoke weed. Mm -hmm. Yes. So but I and then like. I said, but my name was Sal. So I would come in and you go, Sal, I go, what's up, bro? And then I get like my drink and my food and then him and I would go smoke. And then it got weird because he started, he started, he like put my number in his phone and he uh -oh. goes, what's your, what's your name? I go, and he goes, Sal. And I, I, so I had a friend that just didn't even know my name. <laughs> he couldn't find you on social media. He's like, you exist. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell him? Did you ever tell him? I never told him. I ghosted him. Text you him right him. now. I, you know what? I stopped talking to him because his life got a little too messy. Oh, one of those friends. Mm -hmm. you what know happened? What? Yeah, when you meet a stranger in a Panera Bread that, and they want to smoke weed with you, their life might be a little messy. You don't know what you're getting into. He started asking me if I could drive to his his daughter's actual father's house because he was having beef with them. I go, I got to get out of this, okay? <laughs> I assumed he was like a teenager. He was. He was a teenager, but he was with an older woman who had a child. It was and messy. He, he wanted to call on the muscle. Yes, he want. He was like, he's like, I I'm going to get my now. boy yeah. Sal. He said, let me get my boy Sal over here. He's going to yes. kick your ass. He, knows, he does a pick two. He adds extra protein to his fucking salad. So it was a move. You, do, you don't lie about your name? No, because um, I'll say Mary usually because it's because if I say Mary Beth, like if I order something like, a, you know, coffee or whatever, people always think it's Meredith. Um, um, so just to avoid that, I'll say Mary. But I just I usually don't lie just because it's just can get messy then, you know, what if you end up being being friends with that person? They call in favors and stuff and ugh, it's messy. It's a mess. Wait, do you miss doing improv? I'd start doing it again. Oh, where? Um, at the Squirrel Theater. And Robbie and I have a show at the Asylum Theater now, oh, the fun. old UCB. Yeah, when you're in town, you should do stand-up on it. I would love that. Yeah, yeah. It's like a variety That's show. Fun. Um, We have one August 20th, people. If you listen to this, fucking come <laughs> yeah. out. Okay, 930. Yeah. It's going to be great. Uh, We actually start getting like... uh new york uh people like local legends to come do like it will interview them for the show and stuff like that oh, we're trying to make so it like fun. real new york themed kind of vibes and you both live in staten island yes mm -hmm. yes okay yeah. so, oh wait wait is there judgment there that we're no, making I'm kidding. New I'm York? Totally i live in connecticut i uh, please <laughs> but the, i i'm you're also not creating a show called new york is phenomenal that's true but i'm always like manhattan i'm like a manhattan based technically you feel manhattan based Thank you. 
A hundred percent. Perception, reality. You know what I mean? Okay. You create your own perception. As long as I, I have been told that I seem like I live in LA, which I think is very rude, but only a few times has someone said that to me. I don't feel that for you at all, to be honest. If anything, I see you with multiple dogs. Someone else is walking them and you walk besides the person commenting on how they're walking the dog. I love that visual. Yes. Just at by the park west. Uh, and you're commenting on how someone else is walking your dogs. You don't trust them to walk your own dogs. Absolutely not. I'll say you can hold the leash, but I'm going to be here every step of the way. Yeah. This is you. This is Manhattan based. Manhattan based. Yes, that's you. I, see me. I just want to be accept. I want to be in the neighborhood and no one gets stressed that I'm around. Why would anyone be stressed that you're around? I sometimes am too loud. Yeah, but I'm, everyone's loud in New York. Mary Beth, I don't I think you forget how big I am and how loud I am. But everything's bigger in New York. I think that's Texas. Okay. Okay, but they <laughs> but but we started it. You think that new you think Texas stole that from New York? Well, I think everything was bigger in New York regardless. And then Texas was like, Well, we have all this land, so why don't we just do we'll just say we're doing what they're doing. Like everything's oh. bigger here, but I don't think that that's true. Wow. It's not true that everything's bigger in Texas. We have bigger buildings. One. We have bigger pizza. I mean, of course. We have bigger cockroaches. <laughs> Boom. I love it. You hit all three, right? That's the wonderful. Big three. The big three. So I mean, yeah, Texas, Texas, come for me. It's actually embarrassing how tiny the cockroaches are in Texas. It's uh, You barely you see hardly them. hardly even see them. Exactly. Exactly. You go, you go, what was that? And someone goes, Oh, that was a cockroach. I can wait. Oh, I thought my- it was. I thought it was a piece of dust. I, I, I thought it was the. I thought it was a soft wind rolling by. Sawdust, even. Oh, God, wow. So I guess Texas did take that from us. Interesting. That's. I mean, that's fun. I've never been to Texas either. Have you? I've been once. I went to Houston, and I have to go to Austin in September for Moon Tower Comedy Festival. That's. You have to go. Uh, they put a, they said we will ab- we will kill you if you don't. They said we will waterboard you. Stop. Kill you through waterboard or or kill you a different way? No. Well, they were going to waterboard me first and kill me. Wow. I mean, that's cruel. If you're going to kill someone, oh. just kill them. So I said, fine, you could pay me to go. <sighs> you're gracious. You're I a try. gracious queen. I mean, uh, all these people out there, they don't understand. You're a gracious queen. They don't understand me. They think I'm from LA. They want, they just want to put, they just want to put me in a box. They want me to just be there. You know, the version of me and uh, the version of me in their heads. Oh, I, you, sorry. I can't be that. I mean, this is why you have to stay off the internet because when you put yourself on the internet, you're in a box. I mean, you're a certain way on the internet and people probably assume that's who you are then. I know it's just who I it's just I mean, I am pretty I, I try to be pretty true to myself online, but then I'm like, why am I giving people all this for free? Yeah, I like that. Right. This Especially Mary Beth and your therapist are like minded. Mary Beth, are money you going to more me money conscious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Read is good. Yes, this I mean, this is good. Be, my therapist was like literally she goes, I told another client this within a, within a couple of years, he's selling sports cars. And I want to tell my therapist, like, oh, what, what do you expect from me? What's the correlation? <laughs> to charge more money to coach improv. That's what she expects. I don't like taking money from kids. I know, but they have expendable income. I know. This, this is, we know. This is what Robbie always tells me. 
when I was doing improv, I had a really good job and I didn't mind paying for a coach. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like anything else, if you want to learn in this, even piano lessons, swimming, mm-hmm. anything else in the city is like a hundred dollars an hour at the very least. For one-on-one too, not seven people. Yeah. So you're actually coaching even more people. Yeah. And- yeah. How much is it? I don't even know what's the going rate these days. I charge $50 an hour. I feel like that's enough. You could char- You could probably charge more. I don't know. They're yeah. splitting it so many ways. I know. I know I could. I know. Yeah. It is. What it, I mean, it is what it is. Was yeah. quitting improv the best thing you ever did for yourself? I would say in a lot of ways, yes. Oof. Everyone out there, please, the best thing in the it. world. <laughs> you heard it. But I'll tell you why. It's because the I auditioned for uh, Lloyd teams and I didn't get it. I got a call back, but didn't get it. And then I said, gosh, I don't think I want. I don't think I want the creative director of UCB to be standing in the way of any of my career goals. So maybe this is a sign for me to just like double down on myself and focus on the things that I can move forward, which was stand up because I could do my own shows and book, get myself booked. And I didn't need like, I didn't need to be also then setting aside like six hours per week to do improv. Yeah. So then it, you know, it, it it was like, I will say, I think it's something I'm really grateful for that. I didn't make the Lloyd team that year because I think I would have probably not done as much stand up and then I don't know what would have happened. I mean, I know what would have happened. I could I I could show you what would have happened, Mary Beth. Yeah. I guess you, a lot of people know what would have happened. I mean, you wouldn't be you wouldn't be in London. Definitely not. I'll tell you that. You, you would be waiting for the for the jam to happen. You know what I'd I mean? Be waiting for the improv jam. And I will say that uh, oh, you know what's so funny? I for some reason was thinking of all these people that I sort of like cross paths with in improv and god what a cast of characters yeah yeah i called my friend and i was like you remember that guy mike who we had to kick off our like practice team because he did that scene where he made a girl on the team be like a sex sex well a housekeeper who has sex with him and so we had to kick him off the team and she's like oh mike so and so and i was like oh my god that's a different mike that we had to kick off the team There were two mics we had to kick off the team. Yeah. And this is in and amongst so many other just, I learned a lot about like the socialization of humans from improv. No one, no one understands half of teaching improv is having to tell people that their, their ideas are wrong. Yeah. And that what they're doing, they can't say to other people. But someone's got to do it. I mean, I feel like that's why you should charge more. I'm telling grown. I should charge more because I'm telling grownups. I one time had to say I saw a guy picking his ass in the middle of class, hands down his underwear in his ass, picking his ass. And I had to say to you, I had to go. I almost want to say his name because he fucking pissed me off so much. <laughs> I almost but I'm not going to do it. Hands like literally I'm giving him notes and I could see individual finger action through the pain. And so I go, what do you do? I go? You're picking your ass. I go, your hands are down your underwear. He goes, oh, sorry. And he wipes his hands on the other hand. It goes, my bad. And then he stands there. I go, don't you dare stand there. You leave the room. I go, you go wash yourself, you child. I go, I feel like I'm a fucking camp council with your fucking child ass. And he moped out of the room and I made him wash his hands. What did everyone else in the class do? 
everyone, well, one, everyone else was just shocked. And then I had to give a speech that we have to touch people in improv. So we need to make sure we wash our hands. And then that was, that was mere weeks before the coronavirus and you tried to (laughs) save us and people didn't listen. No one. I've had to just tell grownups, like you can't, you can't make like a, a woman every time she walks into a scene, your wife, you know what I mean? Yeah, like and, and yep. or like comments how cute they are. <laughs> like I would have old men in the class and they just comment on how cute the, a girl is every time it's they did such an insane concept to have eight complete strangers or 16 or however many were. And mm-hmm. you just get you say, OK, go in front of everyone now and just say whatever pops into your head. It's <laughs> insane. It's Some people need sick. filters. It's sick. It's it's actually uh, we wonder why it went under. The whole concept is broken. It's flawed. Yes. And there's only a few people that are that their thoughts aren't sick enough or they're able to filter them enough that they could speak of like that. Yeah. Well, you know, I miss UCB. I had a lot of good, good times there, and I hope that everyone is doing OK. That's nice. Yeah, I think people are trying to figure it out. I mean, I'm really just I don't know what I'm doing. I'm trying to figure it out. It's nice. I love comedy so much. though, Mary Beth. It's the best. It's truly like in the middle of COVID, I was so sad. I don't know how much you were doing in the middle of COVID. I didn't do really do Zoom shows. It was yeah. too sad. I, I didn't realize how much it, t- it like made me happy. Me too. It was like everything. And then I just couldn't do it. Does the pod, does you doing your podcast give you that comedy feeling or no? It does because I really have a lot of fun doing the podcast, but mm-hmm. I'm really glad I'm back doing shows now. That's been really nice to get back up and you know figure out a set that I like and work out some jokes and try new stuff so it's you know it's a journey but I'm just glad that we could do this again legally for now legally wow legally is fun yeah would you ever do it illegally I prohibition comedy I don't know if I did any technically illegal shows I might have done a couple outdoor ones but I know some venues in New York that didn't stop doing shows really they were just doing them like illegally. We have to remember what we're doing. People put comedy on this big pedestal and we have to re- go back to ancient times where, where there were castles. Every time I show up to a show and there's people, I'm like, okay, people are still willing to risk their lives to see me do comedy. Mm-hmm. I, I was literally What's wrong I, with everyone. What is wrong with that? Right? Why, why are they? Why are they? I know why them? I'm there. Yes. I don't know why they're there. Every time I honestly, I don't know wh- who, what type of person it takes to become a comedy fan. There's some, yeah. Well, I don't want to alienate, you know, yeah. everyone <laughs> you else. Guys, both of you. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, I don't know why would you ever spend sickos. money to come see me? <laughs> what type of fucking yeah. psychopaths would ever listen to a comedy Un- podcast? People who want to laugh. Yes. Who, who let them out? Who let these, what, what are we doing here? Okay. Irresponsible. I mean, I am, I am totally. I think they have like a gateway drug, which is maybe like the office or parks and rec. And they're like, oh, this, this laughter thing is, is cute. And then they just, yeah, they go down the path. It's interesting. My, my sisters are total comedy nerds. Like they'll know about the comedy scene more than I do. I, I do know that there are people like that out there and I wish them well. (laughs) (laughs) it is funny when you see like 
some guy in Texas who has like a pickup truck and whatever in his Twitter thing. And then he'll know the intricacies of like skank fest versus this person versus this person. And it's like how this is like their drama. Like they didn't get drama in high school and now they live on a farm and wherever or wherever they live. And this probably feels very safe because they're just so out, like not involved. Yeah. But they have such deep opinions. We should get involved in their drama. Yeah, I would love that. I would love to be to talk about rival uh, concrete companies, <laughs> tractors. Yes, sowing grass or whatever. Sowing grass? Like, don't you sow seeds? Like, you what's it called? I'm I'm only know. in mainstream mainstream farming. I need to get into the alt farming where we're sowing seeds. Where we're sowing seeds, we're aerating soil. Oh, <gasps> whoa, Mary Beth, are you are you a farm girl? You'll never know. I. Have you ever made a made a plant live? Absolutely not. I didn't. I wouldn't even try. Never, never even. You never got a plant for your apartment. Mm-mm. Has anyone bought you flowers? Yes. Do you put them in water? I do, but flowers are dead when you get them. Do you say that to the person when they give them to you? Yeah, I do. I look them straight in the eye, <laughs> and I said, "Why did you give me garbage?" <laughs> I think flowers are kind of a stupid gift. They're nice. They're nice to have around. I appreciate the beauty, but you know, they are dead. They are temporary. I, I got I bought a cactus from Trader Joe's once and I overwatered it. It's a symbol for my relationships. <laughs> is it unattractive when a man is too attentive? No. Well, maybe to some Bullshit. people, but no, some people just like like to play like like trauma. And so they want to be with people that are going to cause trauma. I get these TikToks. It's like the best thing to do is like a girl and then not and then not like them. No, that- no. I think that's I think it's that's perpetuating a bad cycle. If you like a girl, you should be upfront with them. And then one day you'll meet someone who wants that. And then you could give what give them what they want. So you shouldn't do these toxic. I, I get the most toxic TikToks you've ever seen. You can clear your algorithm. I did that once because all I was getting was people who have were overcoming addiction and that's fine but it wasn't relevant to me (laughs) yeah are you overcoming addiction right now no not that i know of i think and i think i would know i think you would know usually it's a struggle usually there's a lot of thought that goes into you don't accidentally i think i just lingered too long on one video like i didn't Uh, know what it was about so i like watched it through and then it was mm -hmm. like oh you want more of this and how do you clear the algorithm? You have to clear your cache under settings. I have to do that. And what do you get now? I just get like some people dancing, some people doing makeup, people doing funny jokes. That's kind of what I want. That's all I really want. I never seen a girl do a contour face until TikTok. Oh, it's shocking. It's the whole thing. It looks like war paint. I had no idea. How, how often on a regular basis are, are people doing that? Daily. God bless. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard out here. People are contouring their face every single day. People spend hundreds of dollars a month on makeup. I feel bad. It's not your guys' fault. I mean, it's partially your fault, but we bring we bring it upon ourselves. I liked the outcome was the worst part. I know, but girls like the outcome too. We're very we're very vain, and so some of it's for us. It's not all for you guys. Yeah. That's good. I mean, definitely. 
I mean, that makes me feel better. I don't linger on those videos because I felt I've then started feeling guilty because I don't want people to do that. I know, but then you're like, okay, but then now I should support the creator. I didn't even think that. I'm fucking creators out there that are contouring their faces every day. Yeah, so that's just something for you to think about. <sighs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> You could spin anything, either positive or you could make something negative. I know. Huh? I'm a Gemini. What can I say? Do you believe that? When you say I'm a Gemini, do you think that's a real thing? I do. I mean, I think like when you're born has an effect on your personality. I think it, it's more about whether you get to have a birthday party in school or not. Think about that. I think I'm that on the I, cusp. End of May on the cusp. So because so you got to have a birthday party and people probably were very happy at that time. Sometimes I did. Yeah, I guess mostly I did. College, we would be done with school by then. But like wow. I would have, I guess I'd bring cupcakes or whatever. I never got to have a bring a, any any sort of treat to my class. And I think that's why I seek attention. That's why you're, you're like this. If I could only bring cookies to a classroom full of children, I would you not need to do attention. it now. Bring Just bring cookies into a random school. I've tried, Mary Beth. They don't love it. They don't love it. They don't love society. This, this is what I'm talking. I'm just trying to give cookies to kids and society won't let me. I say, celebrate me, little children. Love me. So then I can love myself. I'm walking into the classroom <laughs> screaming at, at the little kids. <sighs> it's a burden every day. But this year, I'll try again. August 24th. It's coming up. OK, I'll be at uh, PS42, PS3 and of course, PS114. OK, uh, so if you're in any of those classes, hopefully I'll see you. Um, let me know what allergies you have, and I will not bring them. Okay, I'm a, I'm accommodating. Of course, I would expect nothing less. Thank you so much. Oh my God. Um, Mary Beth, this was so beautiful that you're able to come on and bullshit with I'm us. I'm so glad that I did. What a lovely chat. Um, I miss you guys, and I will definitely let you know when I'm in New York because I'd love to see your show. Yeah, please let us know. I I'd love to see you. Love to have you on the show. Uh, is there anything that you want to plug? When does this come out? Um, probably Friday. Friday, I'm putting tickets on sale for a show at the Bell House. So yes. if anybody wants to come September 10th, go online and uh, I hope to see you there. I love that. Um, yeah. Robbie, anything that you want to plug? Just our show, August 20th. Come out love 930 it. at the Asylum. Yep. Yeah. And listen yeah. to this podcast. We have episodes, just me and Sebastian and then guests. Yeah. So please keep uh, keep writing reviews. Five stars. We love that. All right, all you hotties. Thank you so much, Robbie. Hit the fucking music. <laughs>